Hi, it's Deanne Munoz, and welcome back to the Unleash Your Sexy. We are in season five, episode eight. <laughs> and wow, I just want to first of all say thank you so much to Julian, and thank you for showing up and taking time out of your busy schedule. Thank you for having to, me. To, to be present, to be here, to create, to collab, to, to be just the this beautiful beacon of light that I've always known you to be since I've met you. Oh, oh. I appreciate that. If you're not following him, we're going to throw in his Instagram right now, you guys, because switch over real quick, make sure you follow him, and then thank me later in my DMs. Thank you. Julian, so please tell us a little bit about yourself. Introduce yourself to All right, what's up, everybody? The my world. Yeah, <laughs> assalamu alaikum. May peace be upon you, right? My name is Julian Doan. I'm a transformational trainer. Um, I run a couple of successful businesses, but my bread and butter, what I'm passionate about, is going out there, facilitating events, and helping people become the best version of themselves. So mm. that's kind of it in a nutshell. Yeah. Oh, that was. And that I'm was excited to be here to unleash yeah. my sexy. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And on that note, we were sitting here earlier, like, okay, what, what, like, what are we going to talk about? What subject? So yeah. we want to. We're going to start off with talking about toxic relationships and. In that, it's actually breaking them, how to get out of them, how to, like, break that chain. And we're going to even start with just a lot of people don't even know that they're in a toxic relationship. And it's normal. Yeah, no, for sure. It's, it's a normal thing because I know me personally growing up, I grew up in a very abusive, alcoholic family. So I didn't know what it felt like to have what your husband's supposed to act like. You know, I knew my loving mom, you know, perfect enabler, like perfect enabler. Love my mom to death. Like, yes, it's like the greatest, most beautiful Betty homemaker enabler. But growing up, it's more like, oh, wow. You know, because obviously that came, that affected me of I'm a yes, I'm a yes girl. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Whatever you need, I'll cater to you. You know, no matter what you do to me, I'm still going to stay in the relationship because that's yeah. I was, that's all I saw. Yeah. You know, and I was just like, oh, okay, like. You know, as time got older and I was getting a little older, you know, I think sometimes our parents are young. The time we're like, you know, in our high school years, we're a little feisty that I'm a little like, wait, maybe I didn't like what my dad did there. Yeah. You know, maybe yeah. I'm going to speak up about this. Yeah. It's kind of things that, you know, for the, and then I ended up getting married into a toxic relationship. Mm. And to me, it was still normal. Yeah. It's just what we grew up with. It's what we we're familiar with. Right. They say that, you know, as we get older, we model our relationships based on our parents, what we saw. And, um, you know, based on what we experienced as a child, we either develop the characteristics that we believe would have saved our parents or we end up dating people that are like our parents, which is Ooh. pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, would you say you've ever dated anyone? I dated a few people. Like your parents? I'm just kidding. They <laughs> like my parents. You know, it's funny. Like, I just thought about that the other day. My mom's a Taurus and then my fiance's a Taurus. So I thought that was interesting. I'm yeah. a Taurus. <laughs> Taurus women are amazing. No, we are, really. <laughs> just, just, just so you know, we really are. That sounds like a Leo thing to say, though. <laughs> that sounds like a Leo I thing know, to say. I think I would be Leo rising, huh? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I just met, man, my self-love's on 100 over here. That's good. That's where it all starts. Right, definitely. Yeah. So yeah. I, let's go a little deeper with, um, I loved how you said about when, you know, like w we model yeah. what we see. Yeah. You know, so as children... You know, you know, like you know, we know it's according to like nationality, your city, yeah, north side, south side, yeah. you know, west your religion, <laughs> yeah, all day long. <laughs> and um, in that, you know, like I, I don't know, maybe 
that came from a Hispanic family. Yeah. You know, where we're, I really feel like we're taught so, like, like you just basically cook and clean and procreate. Yeah. You yeah. know, and then the husband does whatever the fuck he wants, whatever the fuck he wants to do, whoever the fuck he wants to do it with, and you yeah. don't say nothing when he comes home. Yeah. You know, and it's so crazy because now growing up, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Try that with me. See what motherfucking happens. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot F of around it, and yeah. find out. Let's <laughs> 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 try that. <laughs> that baseball bat will be waiting for you. <laughs> and, um, so I feel like now a lot of times, you know, like I have friends always asking me questions yeah. or they're in toxic relationships or I mean, even worse, like physically abusive relationships. Yeah. And it's normal. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a couple of directions that we can honestly take it. But I think at the end of the day, we tend to choose a love that we believe that we deserve mm -hmm. and we choose a love that we believe that we have for ourselves. So I think the biggest one is to kind of reflect, like, you know, how do you feel about yourself? Do you love yourself? And ask yourself, like, man, take yourself out of the picture. If it was your son or daughter in that relationship, would you be okay with it? Because oftentimes, when you're so deep in the picture, it's hard to see the frame. And that's why most people can't recognize that they're in a toxic relationship. And not just that, but oftentimes in relationships, we have these expectations of how we think things are going to plan out. And we'll fight to the ends of the earth to make sure that happens, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's kind of crazy and it's kind of sad. I mean, I've been in my own toxic relationships as well. And, you know, it, it's heartbreaking being in it. It's also heartbreaking watching your friends go through it especially when you want to help them so much, but they just can't see it because they're so deep into it. Mm -hmm. But yeah. yeah. What would you say, like, in regards to your toxic relationship that you had? Like, at what point, like, was there an actual moment, an event, or a second where you were just like, holy shit, like, this is my first, like, aha, this is toxic. Yeah. So it's, it, so um, it happened in 2018. You know, my ex-girlfriend of five years broke up with me on Christmas. Super sad, and uh, it's crazy because you That's know. That's so sad. Yeah, yeah. I had like a bottle of tequila like in the corner. Merry like. Christmas! <laughs> yeah, you know, we're taking a break, but we all know taking a break means we're not going to get back together. Of course. Um, and it's kind of crazy too because, you know, we all recognize the signs too. I mean, I I think it's always what are we pretending not to know because towards the end of the relationship, mm. I was like, man, like I'm not happy. I kept telling her we need to set boundaries. If certain things don't work out, like I don't know if I want to be with you anymore. And then she flipped the script, and she's like, oh, I'm going to break up with you. And then for some reason, something flipped in my mind. And I was like, I need to save this relationship, right? Uh, I but it was when we broke up, I stopped and I reflected. You know, being a transformational trainer, I have access to these tools. And I, th I thought about my two past relationships. Both lasted five years. Both women completely different. But yet my experience in both of them was exactly the same. And that was when I realized, like, man, you know what? I'm the common denominator in both of them. Yes, they've done certain things in the relationship, but there's something that's going on inside of me that's choosing these women, choosing to stay, and choosing to show up the way that I am. Mm. And so it was at that moment, I was like, man, you know, I need to get a coach. You know, I think having a coach is so important. There's coaches for everything, right? You want to leave your sexy, there's a coach for that, right? Um, because, you know, coaches allow you to see a different perspective. Mm -hmm. And so I, you know, I got a therapist, I got mentors and different coaches because. I said, man, the next relationship I get into, I don't want it to be like the last. Right. So I need to identify what these things are. And so that was kind of the moment that everything changed for me, learning about being a codependent, recognizing that as a codependent, we tend to attract certain people. There's a great book called um, The Human Magnet Syndrome, and it says that we attract people not by accident. We're wired to attra be attracted to certain people. So if you're a codependent, mm -hmm. chances are you're going to attract people that have borderline personality disorder, 
or narcissist. Narcissist. So oh. that was mine. So I would attract either. I was married that, to one for yeah. twelve years. <laughs> and not just in relationships, but you also attract business partners that are like that. It's true. Because you're trying to sit, you're trying to be good enough, right? Yes. So imagine if you grew up and you know you saw your mom a certain way, you feel like, man, if I if that person who's a, a dick or an asshole to me, and I can get them to show me love, then I'm finally good <laughs> enough. And so you try to fight that struggle, right? And yeah. And you recognize that, man, that's not what it's about. Like right. that's not what a relationship should look like. Ooh. I love so that, that was kind of the turning point for me, and and from that, like everything started changing. I started eliminating people. I started auditing my life. You know, a lot of times, you know, we we go on a diet, right? We put calorie right. restrictions on what we eat, but in reality, we should also put calorie restrictions on the time that we consume with people. Because Ooh. if we spend enough time with people, we're going to become like them. Ooh. And you know, sometimes maybe you're not depressed. Maybe you're just hanging around assholes, right? Right. So you gotta get away from those people. No, that that's definitely true. Because there's been points where I've dated people. And same thing, like, you know, um, oh, I could fix them, or, yeah. you know, oh, if I just love them hard enough, which yeah. was my, that's my daddy issue. Yeah. If I just get attention from my dad, if he just loves me a little more, or if, you know, he chooses me, like, in my head, it was like, oh, he just has to choose me, he never chooses me first. Yeah. He was always work, he was always alcoholic, everything but me. So it's interesting saying that, because for the longest time, I'd always personalized it as yeah. I'm not lovable. Yeah. You know, like, no man's ever going to lo- love me. No man's ever going to want me. No man's ever going to respect me. Like, yeah. And I didn't even know any other belief system because yeah. i never seen it. Yeah. And what's scary, too, if you, if you don't heal it, even if a healthy relationship comes, you won't even recognize it. Mm-hmm. Chances are you might even friends on that person, right, or whatever right. it is. So, yeah. yeah, so, no, I definitely believe that. So I remember there being points with um, those people and then me being like um, – you know, not knowing, but like you're saying, like you're hanging around with them and then me just constantly being like, like I'm not getting what I want. I'm not getting what I want. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just was completely at this point, you know, I used to always mirror yeah. mine and my dad's relationship. I mean, a relationship should be a win-win at all times. And you know, one of the things that when I started dating again and I'm um, getting back to that so- circle and stuff like that, even having dating coaches and different things, um, you know, kind of funny story, but growing up, like I didn't have, I was not good with women or anything like that. I got into this community that taught social skills. I can't really say what the community is called anymore because we get banned on, oh. on the internet and stuff like okay. that. <laughs> but literally, they teach you social skills on how to become more attractive to women, how to attract women. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I um, think I've had a few coaches come on yeah. and do that. So like, I learned that stuff, so I, I started going back into that. And one of the biggest things is a relationship should be a win-win. Now, of course, in a relationship, there's going to be times when you know someone's going to go through stuff, and you got to step up and take care of them and pick up the slack. Right. But at the end of the day, it should be a win-win. And I think that's the first sign if you're in a, rel- a toxic relationship. Or not. If it's not a win-win, right. it's one-sided. You're, self-sac- you're sacrificing who you are and what you want for the other person. Right. And they're not doing the same. It's probably a good idea to start reflecting on whether you should be in that relationship or not. Right. Yeah. And can I get personal with you? Sure, sure. Um, I, I love everything you're saying. Can you, can you be a little more specific? Because I feel a lot of times because you, you, you recognize the toxic yeah parts and you're able to leave yeah. but can we get like in maybe into details of what specifically yeah. for you okay. that you that you personally dealt with yeah. and maybe you still deal with yeah. so that other men maybe watching could be like oh shit maybe that's because it, it is about taking accountability right so it, it's nice to maybe hear a man talk about what he can take accountability for and what you're learning or learned so, so one for me like being, being in relationships like i was always wrong yeah. i mean like i nothing i did was ever good enough and it's like, it, you know, being in that relationship, it's like, you know, they're always identifying where you're, where they never take responsibility. They never say, I'm sorry. And they always find a way to flip it back on you. And so that was some of my experiences. Like 
you know, like I was paying for school, I was doing all these different things, you know, being a total simp, right? <laughs> and, um, you know, just little things like that. And just my plans didn't matter. I always had to cancel my plans. Their plans took priority over mine. Mm. So little things like that, you know? Um, but at the same time, taking responsibility too, it's like being a codependent, I never spoke up. I mm. also never set those boundaries and said, hey, this is what I want. This is what's important to me as well. So it's a two-way street as well. I love that. Yeah. And how do you feel you are today with setting boundaries? Uh, definitely a lot better. A lot right. better because, you know, if you don't communicate, you know, at the end of the day, one of the biggest things I have to recognize is that in relationships, your partner is not you. They might share similar values and thoughts, but they're not you. They don't think the same way that you do. And oftentimes we just expect people to think the same way we do. and They automatically know what we want, but if we don't communicate what we want. We don't communicate how we feel loved, how we feel appreciated. They're not going to know. Learning how to communicate that is a huge thing. Now, if you communicate it and you tell them, hey, like, I'm words of affirmation, and they don't give you words of affirmation, that too is a sign that maybe you're in a toxic relationship because you're communicating, hey, this is how I feel loved. This is how I feel, you know, seen and heard. And they choose not to do it. That's also another sign. Ooh, love yeah. that. Love that. I was having a conversation recently with a girlfriend as well. And in it, you know, I was asking her, have you read the book, The Five Love Languages, yeah. right? By Dr. Chapman. Right, Chapman? Dr. Chapman. And in this book, it talks about this five love language. And you, you break down your number one love language, and whoever your partner is, yeah. you know, if my love language is uh, words of affirmation and his is, um, you physical know, touch physical touch. But let's say my whole life I was never brought up with hugs or kisses. Yeah. You know, but I was brought up like, oh, hey, I'll, I'll do your laundry. Yeah. You know, or, you know, oh, like, I'll, I'll take your credit, you know, like, oh, babe, I got your car washed. But, you know, at the car, we're trying to hold my hand, or we go to dinner and, he goes to hug me and I pull away, you know, it's, there's going to cause conflict now because, so it's like, I have a bottle and he has a bottle, right? And this is love. So every time I speak his love language, uh, physical touch, right? Look, shh, it starts filling up. And when people's love tanks, their love cups are full, they're happy. Yeah. Now what happens is if I pull away and I stop giving him physical affection he's now feeling lack scarcity you know yeah. fear abandonment i'm not lovable like like i'm not getting what i want from this relationship and then there's going to be arguments and fighting yeah. now mine's is words of affirmation and maybe he was brought up in a family where they never said i love you yeah it's very common in asian families actually right yeah never yeah. said i'm proud of you good job yeah. oh you're sexy Ooh, i love the way that alpha looks on you yeah my parents never told me i was sexy <laughs> <laughs> i never heard that from my parents Okay. That's a good thing. <laughs> we have a whole other program for that area. <laughs> so what people don't realize is, I think that's a huge part of, you know, yeah. you could also be at the toxic, the toxic part is not listening. Yeah. So if he's telling me physical touch is my love language, and if I love you, yeah. I'm going to say, well, this makes you feel valued. It makes you feel loved. And me as your partner, like, I'm here to fill this motherfucker all the way to the top where it falls all the way over. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, enough. <laughs> no more hugs today, mom, you know, babe. Yeah. Like, no more hugs. And likewise, you know, if he's not telling me, oh, my God, like, you're so smart or you're so beautiful or I love that outfit on you and, you know, like, oh, babe, like, I love you. I missed you today. Or, you know, I might be with you forever. If you, I don't make up a poem. Like, go learn a poem and come back <laughs> and read it to me. Like, it could be written by somebody else. But to me, this is what fills up my love tank. So what happens is if he just keeps hugging me and hugging me and hugging me, but I never hear 
yeah. oh, you're so beautiful and you're so smart and you're doing so good at work, like, or, or I'm so glad I'm proud yeah. of this. I'm going to be like, okay, like all he ever wants to do is like be all over me. Yeah. yeah. And in my head, I'm not taking that as love. I'm taking it as like, you're not listening. Yeah. This is what I'm asking for. And you know, I'm asking for this and you're deliberately not giving me what I'm asking for. Yeah. So that's like another sign, you guys, of what toxic relationship is, is and all that is like selfishness, narcissism. I think it's also important to recognize that we all have our own toxic traits, too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just because you have toxic traits doesn't necessarily mean you're in a toxic relationship. It's really like learning how to unpackage all those things, understanding how you are and also taking the time to understand them and speak their language, too. Mm -hmm. So just like you said, because I think oftentimes like relationships fall apart. It's just because there's so much miscommunication, like the both sides are trying to give each other love, but they're doing it in such a way that the other partner doesn't recognize it. Mm -hmm. It's almost like, you know, speaking a different language, like literally. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so I, I really love that book. If you guys have not read Great it. Book. The Five yeah. Love Languages. And actually that helped transfer my relationship with my daughter. Awesome. Because for the longest time, like I wouldn't, I never understood, like there was, um, there was a gap between our relationship. Yeah. And there was a little girl, I'm like, you have a brand new Lamborghini sports car and I bought you the biggest Barbie house and like you have like the biggest TV and like every video game and she'd always be right at my lane. Mommy, 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 yeah. mommy, what are you doing? What are you doing? Mommy, mommy. I just want to be next to you and I'm like, oh my God, just go to the other quality room. Quality time, quality yes. time, Yes, right? okay. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> my mom just went, yes. Um, yes, and mind you, on the love language list, if you guys know anything about it, quality times last. Yeah. Last on my list, but also too, because I grew up in a family where my dad didn't spend time with us. Yeah. You know, when my mom did, but that was just normal to us. So yeah. I didn't. So quality wasn't of importance for yeah. my dad. You know, he'd be like, "Oh, okay, I have to watch the other day," and he, he was always a big entrepreneur, always in sales, always had a new business he was running, something going on. So you know, when you're your own boss, you could. I always would go to work with him, but I'd always sit in the corner and like color, bring my Barbies. Like he never talked to me, but I was always at work all the time. Yeah. But to me, so that to me, I was just like, oh, yeah. Like, my dad's around. Like this is cool. Like yeah. Typically, your love language is the love that you wish you would have got from your parents that you didn't. So, yeah. so Jasmine now, my daughter grows up, and I don't understand. Do what my dad did. Took me to Toys R Us. Like yeah. you know, Friday if you got a good grades at school, I went to McDonald's. Like yeah. I'm thinking like I'm doing what's right. I'm thinking I'm working. You know, eighteen hour days, and then you know I'm giving you this lifestyle that like most little children dream of, and yeah. I never knew until I read that book, yeah. quality time. And when I saw that, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Same thing with my with my stepson. Like, you know, during Christmas and stuff, like, I'm like, want to buy him the best gifts and all the nicest yeah. things. And I, I buy, literally buy it for him. He looks at it. He's like, cool, thank you. Like, can you play with me now? Mm. And it just reminds me. He's like, man, like, I think sometimes we overcomplicate it and we miss the signs of what people actually want. Right. And if you pay attention and you just listen or just notice, listen. you'll see. Yeah. <laughs> like a little sound effect. <laughs> I, thought, I wish I had a little sound effect button. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I just love that listening, 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 yeah. listening, listening. So important, yeah. and it's something that I have a I have an affirmation list that I've had since 2016, okay. and it's every subject: love, health, whatever I'm going through at the moment. Yeah. I'll write all an affirmation list. Obviously, the opposite of what my belief system is right right so whatever i'm going through if it's health or um you know like uh th so there there was a point where uh in my in my in my own coaching right getting my transformation of coaching uh, certification is i got i was i was like holy shit i don't listen 
I don't listen. I never. <laughs> you still don't. Thanks, brother. <laughs> and I was literally like, I didn't know I didn't listen. Yeah. Right. So after that, I remember, you know, they were like, okay, you know, you get to recreate a relationship with your daughter. And they're like, what would that look like? And I was like, man, like, I would love for her to give me a hug when she walks in the door and, yeah. you know, just. And cause my, my number one language is access services, but I'm one digit away from physical touch. Okay. So, so I say it's 50-50, but we're at access services by one number. Yeah. So like that comes above. I was like, I you know, even before she goes to sleep, good night, mom, like I love you, you know. And I'm like, that wouldn't, we don't even talk. We didn't even, we hadn't said a word popping a year to each other. Yeah. She'd come in the house, do her thing and then leave. Like I didn't know what was going on in her life or anything. And then one day I was just like, I have this idea. And she was just like, you talking to me? And I was like, yeah, I have an idea. And she's like, what? Like for the little stink teenage attitude. She, I was like, what if every Tuesday night we have mom and daughter night and we could do anything you want, go to any restaurant you want to go to or whatever you want to do. And yeah. I won't have my phone, nothing, just be me and you. And I swear to God, her face lit up and was like, are you serious? And my age is like 16. So yeah. I was like, you know, she's. But it's like a little six-year-old. Yeah. And I was like, seriously? She's like, you're not even on your phone? I'm like, no. It's like, and I could do anything I want with you? I'm like, just me and you. Yeah. I'm going to be 100% present. Changed our whole relationship. That's beautiful. Changed our whole relationship. And even so today, I'm very aware now. Yeah. Okay. You know, I, I'm, I don't listen sometimes. Yeah. You know, I'm, and I'm sometimes I'm always in la, 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 but I always am creating. Yeah. <laughs> People be like, where did you go right now? And I'm like, I'm just always creating. Like, yeah. I'm in another dimension. <laughs> yeah. And people be like, I'm talking to you. And I'm like, oh, I'm back in the chair the table oh i'm back in this room yeah but i'm always i, w- I always have them creating there i'm just yeah. in a space of creation all the time but you know it's funny that you say that but i i think you know in a relationship yes we got to take responsibility and put our st- you know best foot forward but it's also important for the other person to take a chance to know the other person too so it's like a two-way street if that's how you are it's important for the other person to get to know you that way right. and when you're doing that they're not taking it personally either right. like oh that, you know she's just doing her thing she's being creative right now it has nothing to do with me as a person so right. it, it takes Two to tango. Right. Yeah. And that, that is really true because my brother, like everyone in the room whose <laughs> relationship with me is always like, you need to tell her three times. Yeah. You know, and the third time they'll be like, did you hear it? I'll be like, yes, you said to put this to the middle. They'll be like, yes. I'm like, okay, thank you. Yeah. So again, like, like everyone's supporting each other. Yeah. And again, it is listening. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so now, now when my daughter talks to me, she'll be like, oh my God, this happened, Mama Mike. And I'll be like, oh, okay, like what happened? And she's like, phone down. And I, and I don't take it as a trigger. Yeah. I take it as Oh, thank you. Like, thank See, you for that's supporting smart. You're me. You're learning how to work together. Yeah, and thank you for supporting me to support you to feel loved and be loved. Yeah. So I'd be like, real quick. Boom. These okay. safe words are not just for the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> for real life, too. <laughs> Pineapples. Okay, I'll put my phone down. <laughs> and you know what else is really cool about my daughter? And just like you said, just think, just being with somebody who's in the mindset of, I want to create our best relationship, yeah. whether it's me and my brother, me and my assistant. Uh, me and my job, me and my coworkers, me and my daughter. So we both have this. We, we tr- Anthony Robin has the trigger words, yeah. right? And he'll be like, "Pick your power word," and your power words, your power word. And when you scream this word, you know, at that moment, you get up and do whatever you want, yeah. right? So, um, her and I have this thing where, like, um, she, she 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 supports me a lot more than I support her, <laughs> right? So there'll be times where, like, if I'm upset. If I'm sad, because I'm, I'm very emotional, right? Or if she sees me out of alignment with my highest frequency, mm-hmm. she has my permission to say this power word. Okay. And anytime she says this power word, it doesn't matter 
if I'm at a level 10 rage, I'm committed to my greatness. So I'll automatically shift. And this is exactly what we do. Like, I'll, I'll be standing and she'll be like, and I'll be like, maybe in the middle, like, I don't know, I want to fight somebody at a market. I don't know, give me anything. Where I'm like, da, da, da. she's like, mom, I'm like, what? She's like, shift. And I'll start just laughing. And then we go, shift. <laughs> and by the time we finish it, you're, we're legitimately laughing our asses off. Yeah. And it happens every time, like every time. It's just shifting from one state to the next. Yeah. yeah. And it's literally, and I love it because we have, like, she has my permission. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, anytime you see me out of alignment with where I, my frequency should be, yeah. say, mom, shift. I'm like, I don't care what state I'm in, I'm committed to greatness. Yeah. To be extraordinary. So I'm going to shift. And it was the first year was really hard. You have to recondition it. Yeah, and, and, and now yeah. I'm like, you know, I'll be dating someone. They'll be like, shift, because <laughs> they'll hear what she says. And I'm like, no, bro, you pissed me off. I'm not <laughs> shifting for you. <laughs> You're still going to be accountable, bro. It doesn't bro. work that way. Yeah, and then even then, it breaks up that moment of where I'm ready to go off on them. Yeah. Because they'll, they'll be like, shift. <laughs> like, she's going to come for me. Like, you know me I'm dating. And it, it, I end up laughing. Yeah. Because it is funny. Like, yeah. And I'll be like, oh, because obviously I'm coming to attack. Yeah, yeah. But they're always like, shift. And I'm always like, you're so stupid. I hate you. And I'm I mean, like. That, that's a, that's a huge point, too. Yeah, it's o owning the parts of you that you don't necessarily like mm -hmm. that are true. You know, I know oftentimes, like, for me, back in the day when I get into an argument with my significant other, you know, before I did all the work, they'd be like, you're being an asshole. And then I would be like, because I, I don't want to be an asshole, I'd get more triggered, and then I'd show <laughs> up more of an asshole, right? Right. But then now when she says that, I'm like, I think back, and I'm like, yeah, I am showing up like an asshole. Mm -hmm. When I acknowledge mm -hmm. it, it kind of lets it right. go. So that's exactly what you're doing too. Saying shift, yeah. like you're acknowledging how you're showing up and you know, letting it go. Yeah, I don't. I very rarely use that word with her. She's like Jasmine's just always. My daughter's like I don't know. She's like, like the god spawn of me and her dad. We're like crazy. You know, we've been crazy, and we're like the two problem child. And then there's my daughter, and she's just like this like little like Jesus. Like <laughs> just always even tempered. Always, huh? That's good. That's I've good. never seen her pissed. Never seen her angry. I've maybe seen her cry a few times. Yeah. But she's just always just like, like she's just chill. She's like, a, she just goes with the flow. She's yeah. always ebbing and flowing, like whatever. She's like, okay, that happened, this happened. Like she'll be aware of it and she'll be like, but why would I'm going to get upset over that little moment? And I'm like, yeah. ah, wow, thank you, daughter. Like, what does it say? If, if, uh, if it's not going to matter in five years, don't let it matter more than five minutes. Oh, or yeah. Something like that? You know, yeah. She's a master at that. I'm always like, I would have flipped out. She's like, I know. <laughs> she's like what would you and dad do without me <laughs> she's like somebody has to calm you guys down and i was like oh thank you yeah kind of nice now now i'm thinking now does she have parenting issues <laughs> like i have to be the parent of the relationship where did she get all this from yeah <laughs> um yeah so toxic 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 what are um let's go into what what for you are your top three red flags that of you're in a toxic relationship or you're um, dealing with somebody toxic or that you're being toxic what are I, threes i think the first one is to just really audit yourself like are you are you happy like if the relationship doesn't change and it stays like this for the next five years 10 years 15 years would you be okay with that if the answer is no then it's time to reevaluate and when you reevaluate you got to look at both sides like what are they doing and what are you doing what are your unmet needs mm -hmm. and then communicate that and then if the other person you know takes offense when you're expressing your emotions and it turns into an argument, 
and there's some healing that needs to be done there on their side. Right. So I think that's like kind of like the first one. But I mean, at the end of the day, you know, whether you believe in masculine energy, feminine energy, right. and all these different things, um, men and women are wired specifically to want certain things, right? And at the end of the day, I think in a relationship, men want to feel respected, women want to feel loved. Mm. And so at the end of the day, if you're a man in a relationship, you don't feel respected, you know, it's time to, you know, communicate that. Obviously in a neutral way, yeah. but communicate, you know, how you feel, what is it that you want, what is it that you're looking for. But if you're a woman, you don't feel loved, same thing. And then the biggest test is see if there's change behavior, not just change in words, but change in behavior. And there's not, then that's also a sign that maybe you should, you know, reevaluate. Maybe. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Not even maybe. I love that part. I love that. I love the, um, are you happy? Yeah, I think that's the biggest part. Are you happy? Are you happy? Because yeah. I know a lot of people in general who just are unhappy. Yeah. And I always think at the end of the day, like my relationships have always been very like yeah. fairy tale. Yeah, and I mean, like, yeah. I love this person. Oh my God. And they love me back. And it'd be like, great. And then obviously at some point, you know, everything shifts and changes. And, and love's not enough. I'm sorry to say right. like oh, trust, no. respect, all that know it's super important too and i don't know who needs to hear this right now but if you're unhappy in your relationship trust me okay a threesome getting married having kids is not going to save the relationship like there's the work that needs to be done sometimes a threesomes does no just kidding <laughs> um, but on that real quick it's, it's, it's interesting though because i have a lot of girlfriends that when the there's a disconnect now where mm -hmm. they feel like they're losing the boyfriend there's all of a sudden of the like Oh, why well, give him a threesome? Or, 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 or how do I do a threesome? Or how does this work? Like, and I always be like, and the first question I'm asking is, why? Like, I already know the intention. It's all about the intention. Yes, the intention. I'm not judging if you do threesomes. Oh you know? no, no, yeah, we love threesomes. Um, but the thing is, don't. I always tell them, don't ever do this to save a relationship or to get someone to love you. Yeah, it's never gonna it's work. Not it's not gonna backfire. happen. I go, if you're in love and it's his birthday and you want to treat him to something nice, it's a gift. Yeah. It's not something you're doing because you're hoping, oh, now he's going to marry me or he's going to, we're going to work things out or, or he's definitely not going to leave me. Like yeah. the same issues are there just for that night. He got a free threesome for nothing. And, you know, I'm just and like honestly, <laughs> you're, you're, you might regret it later and you're, you're going to yeah. beat yourself up. Well, that's also true because, um, you know, when I've had relationships, you know, I'm, I'm into the threesome thing, but I always explain to like my partner is threesomes are never going to happen whenever we're in a fight an argument or not. I'm not in a safe place with you. Yeah. Like our relationship needs to be like thriving at the moment and it's going to be a gift. Yeah. You know, it's something I'm gifting you. It's never, you know what I mean? So yeah. somebody's like, Hey, when I get that threesome and I'm like, when you act right, like, let me know. <laughs> like, but at the end of the day, it's, it's about, I set that boundary. Yeah. Get it? So oh, that's why good. Yeah. I get to tell people as well, other girls who ask about it, or people ask about threesomes is, it's a gift. Yeah. It's not something, like you said, don't have a kid. And unfortunately, a lot of women that I, I do that know. If I have a kid, then he's going to have to love me. Then the relationship's going to stay. It's just and, and, they are, and I always say at the end of the day, you will have him temporarily for nine months while you're pregnant and maybe a year after the birth. Yeah. You will physically have him, but he's not mentally going to be there. Or maybe he's he might not even leave, but it's just there's going to be a disconnect. Yeah, there's no mental, there's no intimacy, there's no love. And again, you're just, you're, you're, a, um, Les Brown always says, you're a walking dead corpse yeah. when you're living your life without passion and purpose. Yeah. Like you're sure. literally, I was like, that makes so much sense. So when I think about relationships, it's like, if this is an equal exchange of love and passion, yeah. and like that, like I'm going to trap you with, 
now that you're going to have this husband walking around or boyfriend that's constantly a walking dead corpse. Yeah. He's merely existing to take care of you and that kid. And at that point, like, do you as a woman, like, love yourself enough to be like, hey, I do deserve passion. I do deserve someone to look me in the eyes every day and tell me how much he misses me from work. Not like, hi, I'm home from work. Yeah. Is the baby fed? Yeah. You know, so I, a lot of that. Okay. So we got on. What, what else? Keep going. So um, we said the first one was, um, are you're you happy? If, if you're happy or not. I yeah. think that's a, the that's a first sign. It's a huge Because, I mean, you, you, you can't just – Throw yourself into work, working out, exercise, and all this stuff, and expect things to naturally change. It's just not going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I do want to add, though, because we're talking about toxic relationships, we're talking about like win-win and stuff. Um, just because you fight a lot does not necessarily mean you're in a toxic relationship either. I honestly believe that fighting is a healthy part of a relationship if you fight intelligently. Mm. And um, what I mean by that is, obviously, when you're fighting is to recognize that it's not you versus them, it's you versus the problem. Oftentimes when we get into arguments with our partner, we make it like a personal attack, we start bringing up stuff of the past. It's important to identify, you know, what the issue really is and then to solve it, right? Mm. So I just want to throw that out there too. because You know, some people are like, man, I'm fighting a lot. That doesn't mean you're in a toxic relationship. It just means there's, there's a need that's not being met. So I think that's one. Yeah. I think the other sign is if you're constantly self-sacrificing yourself for them Ooh. and it's not, they're not getting the same thing. Ba-dum, bum. Ba-dum, bum. I love that's that. That's part. the big one. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a bit. That little thing goes, but like we drop the mic kind of sound. No, it does sound like dropping the mic. <laughs> be whatever you want to be. As long as you know what it yeah. is. <laughs> so like, like bam, that's like the gong, boom. Yeah, yeah. And drops the mic. Yeah. Self-sacrificing. I love that word. Yeah. Ooh, I love learning new words. I learned a new word the other day. Trajectory. Yeah. Never in my life have I heard this word, and I'm reading um this book called the. The Gene Keys. Yeah. Right. In it, there was a, a lot of big words. Okay. And so I'm not very good on vocabulary. So All I those heavy books. I can already tell no, by the title. No, literally. So like, I'm literally like, and because I want to know what the word means, so yeah. I understand what the sentence means. Otherwise, right. I'm not going to know what the fucking paragraph means. Right. Right. So I can't skip it. So I've been learning like a whole bunch of different words lately, but trajectory was one of them. And so I always post it on my Instagram every time I get a new word. I'm the, I'll be like, word of the day, trajectory. And so the whole week, I yeah. try to find ways I could use the word. So it's interesting because self-sacrificing, like that's another good word. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a perfect word to describe. So sign number three, mm. are you guys heading the same trajectory? <laughs> that's a good one too. Ooh, right? trajectory to break up or trajectory to win? <laughs> yeah. I mean, because if you're, if you're not going in the same direction, chances are if you're not growing together, you're growing apart. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just at the end of the day what it is. So that's another sign too. Ooh. I love that one. Self-sacrificing. So I'm going to give some examples of what that looks like mm-hmm. for s- some of the girls out there. I'm going to give some uh, examples. Real quick, we got a super chat, $5 from Brad Weathers. And mm-hmm. he also he also commented on your threesome comment. He said, I respectfully disagree. Threesomes are some of the best therapies <laughs> in, of my l- in the world. Of course Brad would say that. <laughs> and then... Uh, Amy Dean says earlier, I was married to a narcissist and I was in a partnership with another narcissist. Hi, Amy. And then he, who else? Somebody had, I had a good question earlier. I'll come back to it. I'll, I'll find it. And I'll, and I'll who gifted the back. $5? What's your name? Uh, Brad, Brad Weathers. Weathers. Brad? Okay, yeah. Brad. I'm not sure if, if the $5 is for me, for her. So it was for <laughs> <laughs> if it was for her, <laughs> just go ahead and drop another $5. <laughs> <laughs> if it was for me, just leave it alone. <laughs> 
That's well, I don't know. So there's ten dollars. That's for her. That's <laughs> yes. how you know that original's for her. <laughs> On that note, we were talking earlier about um. A lot of things. Bitcoins, jo- oh, yeah, Dodge yeah. coins, yeah. Dodge cars. Dodge don't buy a Dodge car with code. Crypto cur- <laughs> cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency. Yeah. Um, uh, let's go a little bit into that. What? Um, I mean, you're, you're involved in that, and I know yeah. absolutely nothing. This is like a subject where over my head, but I do have interest yeah. because everyone's doing it now. Yeah. But um, like just share a little bit. I mean, actually, my business partner over there, Malik, he would be the guy to talk to. Oh. He's he's literally the person I take all my advice from and everything. Okay. Literally everything he's told me to do that I didn't do. Um, <laughs> I miss out on money on. So, you know. Malik's gonna be my new best friend. I'll be like, Malik, what are we doing today? Put him on the spot. <laughs> I, I didn't I, I didn't really expect to speak, honestly, but um I could sit here and talk about crypto all day, but realistically yeah, you're ex- asking the question it's about So somebody like me. Yeah. Just like middle Americans or yeah. just people that know nothing about it, but we're interested. <laughs> I would tell you to stay the hell away from these meme tokens. Um, <laughs> biggest reason why is because there's no real fundamentals behind it. Sure, there's these huge billionaires that support them, but given there's projects that you can legit like put your funds, your investments in that are gonna make a difference in the world. Um, one that I'll throw out there right now that has changed my finances and people in third world countries is called RSR. They're literally building a currency. RSR. Yeah, RSR, like the letters. Um, they're literally building a currency for third world countries. Last month in Venezuela, it was the top one um, downloaded app in their country. So what they're doing is taking your currency's country, taking it and putting it in RSR, and then you can actually use that to purchase things within the country. And a lot of people question was, well, how well will this work? Well, in Nigeria, they've been doing it for the past 10 years straight from their phones with their own currencies, and it works. So the people that stand behind this project are some huge tech guys from Google to um, Microsoft to uh, one of the original owners of PayPal. So that's just a really cool project that I love about crypto. And um, you're in the bull market right now. We're in the midst of the second pump. And um, a lot of people are like, well, it's going to crash. It's going to crash. Yes, it crashes every three years. On that fourth year, it happens. It's normal. But given you know the experience that we're in. Nothing really crashes it. The market it, corrects. It, it corrects. That's it it corrects. That's what everybody term. always worries about crashing, but it's it's totally normal. It corrects. And um, if you could just look, Bitcoin is still within that very, very you know, new frame of 10 years, and there's thousands of cryptocurrencies out there. Bitcoin is obviously the leading one right now. We can all agree on that. But um, will there be another one that will come out way it? Probably. We don't know. But again, just reiterate this. Stay away from those meme tokens. Yes, you'll make a lot of money. Meme, but you're also Meme tokens? Yes, that's yeah. what they are. So like Dogecoin, yeah. Shiba Coin. Um, safe Mars, Safe Moon, TikTok has become the thing for everyone to use to okay. pump these. But what are you going to do when the market's down? What are you going to? Majority of your life savings are going to disappear. And I advise people don't put your money in meme tokens. Yeah, it's like when it comes to cryptocurrency, like you know those pump and dump ones, you could make money. It's just a luck of the draw. Do you get in soon enough? Do you get out soon enough? So it's like gambling. Right. The ones that he's talking about are like the long term projects. That's that actually has like a real service, has a real use and a need for it, right. that you know people are going to use later on. So if I can add this, if do you, so very simple with cryptocurrency. If you can find one that basically finds a, a solves a problem in the real world, then buy it. If it solves a real world problem, then purchase it. I mean, to me, that sounds like that makes the most sense. Correct. Yeah, correct. <laughs> and ju- just to add on to that, you know, last year, most institutions and banks said they were so against it. Come November, December, everybody was jumping on it. Almost every major institution, a new wow. hedge fund joined every day. So, yeah, 
I'll, I'll give you a whole list of the ones that I'm in, and I'll hand them over to Abel as well. So I, I love this stuff. So, yeah, I'll share yeah. it with you guys. Okay, good. Yeah, this is really interesting. Yeah. yeah. How are you liking that world? Uh, it's cool. I mean, I, I have fr- like I have one friend. Um, his brother like put $1,000 in this coin, and then he woke up one day, and he goes, I have $11 million. We're like, sell it. <laughs> sell it. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it, it's, it's crazy. It, it's, it's crazy. Wow. Not Ooh. for the faint of heart, but it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, definitely been worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not faint of heart over here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, toxic relationships, you guys. Uh, I'm going to give some examples of self-sacrificing. Because sometimes uh, I'll say reasons of things that I didn't know that I had done before to realize yeah. that that I was in toxic relationships. And a lot of times we don't know if you're... Sometimes we don't know if we are in one, if we don't know anything better. Yeah. Um, self-sacrificing is, um, is so there's the masculine and feminine, right? And uh, just me personally, it's like it's the, the constant battle of me allowing, you know, a, a masculinity and receiving. Um, so let's say if I'm always giving, always giving. What do you need? What can I do for you? So for me, acts of services, that's my love yeah. language. Yeah. So I can, I can tend to want to mother someone to fucking death. Yeah. I'll, I'll cook, I'll clean, I'll do laundry. What else do you need? Like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll do this for you. I'll do that, I'll iron. And then the guys are like, oh, woo, you know? Yeah. But, there's nef- but what I've learned is you're allowed to, 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 to take care of someone and to do acts of services, but there has to be a 50-50 relationship with myself where I'm giving 50% of that love back to me. Mm. So for me, I think that's a huge difference with what a lot of times when you hear women are in relationships and they get tired, they get exhausted, you know, and then um, there's the arguing or there's a fighting and, yeah. um, or it could be, you know, they just have children, but they're always in a state of giving and giving and giving. And, you know, they're self-sacrificing me time self-love time yeah. like like when's the last time i love this one like when's the last time like like you really just like hugged yourself and just said like mm, like i love you like even that like one minute is self-love yeah you know and that could even like at that moment if you're in a state of like oh my god like as a woman you know like oh i'm stressed out or something or my husband not doing this it's like okay well hug yourself yeah like literally like Touch your arms and be like, I love you, tricep and bicep and forearms and hands. You're so beautiful. Like, I love my breasts. I love my stomach. Like, legs. Thank you. Like, it's like, ah, like, I just honor me. Like, ah, I love me. Like, I love you, body. I love you, heart. I love you, lungs for the breath. Like, like really taking time out of realizing, hey, when's the last time I loved me? And, you know, and it could be going to the gym. It could be, um, you know, I'm a really big thing on like a uh, thing on um, the food, the food you eat. Like it should be a, like it should be like this delicious, sexy, like gives you energy. Yeah, there's like energy. ebbing and flowing, like sexual dance kind of with your food of like, mm, I can't wait to have this shake. Like I like and you're, I mean, you get your shake of just honoring it. Like can't wait to mm. slurp the spaghetti. Yeah. Mm. You know, and it is so that you're being like, thank you, food. Like, yeah. thank you to the people who made this food. Thank you to the sun, you know, that, that that helped grow this, to the soil, to the water. Like, like there's so much life in this food, and I'm 
and I'm and I'm and I'm absorbing it as I deserve this beautiful bowl yeah. of spaghetti and and that's just self love and how you're partaking and honoring it. Yeah. As opposed to like, okay, I'm just gonna go eat and I'm here and I'm in a bad mood with my partner. Yeah. You know, like self love is always us and it's a lot more us, like us, 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 like loving us, the food and you know, going to the gym, like, ooh, like come on buddy, like I want you to energize, like it's about me. Um, it could be you know, an hour a day in the morning of just being like, we put headphones on and, you know, I'm going to put on my favorite songs and look in the mirror and dance. You know, that's a big morning ritual yeah. I've been doing a lot lately. It's an investment in you. Yeah. Sure. So self-love lady. I know uh, ladies, you know, I don't know, like so many of my friends like are always on the go, go, go and doing, doing, doing for their men. And, and they don't stop and take time to take care of themselves. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. And right. then they get drained and then yeah. they're tired and then yeah. maybe they're bitchy. Yeah. And then maybe they pull back from love. You know, yeah. they're drained. And so you can't be giving when you're always sacrificing yeah. me time, sacrificing loving me, sacrificing honoring me. Like yeah. everything has to come back more to a let's come back to a, a me, self love. I think it's like um, a lot like a bank account, right? When you take care of yourself, you love yourself, you're depositing into you. And then when you're giving it to other people, you're withdrawing giving what you deposit mm -hmm. to other people yeah. but if you keep withdrawing but you're not depositing enough what's going to happen is you're going to overdraw on your account your account's mm -hmm. going to get closed right you're going to hit the negative Ooh. Right. <sighs> i love these <laughs> <laughs> i love these examples <laughs> we have the love language book yeah. <laughs> we have yeah. the withdrawals i'm visual so and i, I think what you said mean. earlier I, it was really powerful i just want to reiterate it's like there's nothing wrong with giving but it's like what you said earlier it's about your intentions where that place is coming from mm -hmm. if you're giving because you feel love you're giving it because of love mm -hmm. that's gonna be infinitely more powerful than giving because you want to feel love right Ooh. so that what you said earlier was very very powerful oh that's good too yes yeah. that is really true i gave it in a place of i just love you yeah and i'm gonna do this for you not yeah. like fuck we're in a bad place like <sighs> like what can yeah. i do to like get his attention well, it's like it's like what uh, women say right it's like uh you know i want you to buy me flowers because you want to buy me flowers not because i want you to buy me flowers like at the end of the day, like that right. makes a huge difference. It does. It's your intention behind it. And that's a huge thing for me. <laughs> I love roses, like love roses. And I buy that for myself all the time. So that's when beautiful. I'm dating somebody, I would always say, you know what? It would really mean a lot to me. Yeah. And I feel very loved. If, you know, you were to buy me roses, I'm like, because what I do with the roses, like I'm very like, I everything I do is with like high intention, like consciousness. Yeah. So like if I'm dating somebody, he gives me some, you know, red roses or whatever i'll put it in the thing but i'll take the red roses like if i'm in the living room to the roses and sit it next to me on the counter that's awesome you know because like i like i'm looking at it like wow like he sent me love yeah. like i'm receiving love from him through this yeah you know and then i'll go back to my room and before i go to bed i put it on the side of my bed that's awesome and then i'll stop sometimes i'll buy if i'm walking by it in the hallway or whatever and i'll grab it and i'll kiss it and i'll be like i'm receiving love oh, and then i keep walking yeah. No, so for huge. me, it's like a whole ritual, like, yeah. like thank you, and it, and you know, to me, that's really how how deep I take it. Not like, oh, you need to buy me roses, but for me, it's like, I'm like ex literally I'm stopping to yes. smell the roses. Yeah. Oh yes. It's so true. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, send me roses. And I'm so sad. I'm not sure who, but um, I mean, my fan address also comes here because uh -huh. it's my office. But um, I don't know. We had like. Of one, two, two, four, six, eight. We had like eight uh, dozen roses sent here, but they were downstairs in the um, like you know the little yeah, mail yeah. area. Yeah. And since they were so big, they didn't call to tell me we had a package here. So we don't know how long they were down there. But my brother went down there earlier because we had a package. Yeah. 
And I was like, oh, wait. And he was like, oh, my God, there's these big old roses, and they're all completely dead. Aww. And I was like, so sad. And I was like, oh, but I don't know who got them for me, but thank you. It's you, Brad. <laughs> Brad, was it you? You love the roses. Yes. And we're still waiting for the $5. <laughs> Unless they were for me originally. Yeah. Then thank you. <laughs> so what time is it right now? Wim Hof. Yeah, it's good. Who's Wim Hof? Wim Hof. He's, he's very huge on breathworks. Like oh, that's his name. Okay. Yeah, so Wim Hof. He has a whole Wim Hof method. He has these huge retreats where they do like ice baths and they teach you how to control mm. your breath and stuff. Um, breathworks is powerful because you can actually induce psychedelic experiences mm. without psychedelics. So it's crazy. Like just through simply breathing in through your nose, out through your mouth, mm-hmm. through a certain cadence, you can actually trigger your brain to release DMT and kind of have that experience. That's healing. Let's try this now. (laughs) Say less. (laughs) What can we try? (laughs) We'll let you guys know. (laughs) If we pass out, we'll be back in three minutes. (laughs) Uh, Breathwork. Oh, and what's his name again? Wim Hof. Wim Hof. I've never. Oh, I never heard of him. Oh, he was a special guest speaker for Tony Robbins. A lot of people go to him and stuff. Okay. It's pretty crazy. Like he can, he can actually affect his immune system just through breath, which is kind of gnarly. That. That makes a lot of sense because I uh, this last couple weeks ago when I went to the shamanic spiritual retreat, seven days. I think we're talking we're breaking yeah. into this seven days. I've never done seven days. Maybe done three day weekends, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. But never seven done days is intense. Seven days, and I w- and I already came in like I'm going all in already. Like yeah. you know, I knew I was going in for I wanted to go in now for ancestral trauma, okay. as opposed to like you know we, we work a lot on our current right. traumas. Yeah, but I was like, let's go even deeper. So the, the traumas is passed through DNA. Yes. Yeah. Generational curses. Yes, 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 yes. And the book uh, Jinkies that I'm reading is how I learned about it. Okay. Because they're explaining how this, the DNA and the cell membrane inside literally holds the memories and traumas of every single person of like throughout your whole entire lineage. That's crazy. And, and that's how disease happens or yeah. like unconsciously, like if your kids act up, you, you might be like, but I'm such a good parent. Like it's so interesting because. It's a trauma maybe from a different parent, yes. a grand, great, great grandparent somewhere. So it, it, it was just some deep shit. And so uh, with that, I was like, I w- wanted to go on this retreat. I'm pretty sure they did breath work, too. If you're doing a no, lot of tantric no, so stuff, right? That's where we're going. Yeah, so yeah. this is where. So I've never realized, like, how often I'm te- – I've never realized how often I'm like, yeah. anxiety, anxiety. How tense you are. Anxiety, yeah. anxiety. And for the whole seven days, like, the first day one, I was already, like, walking in all, oh, girl, yeah. like, I already know, like, I already know what we're going to do. I don't know what the process is, but I'm like, I know we're going to go deep. And I was just like – but I'm here all in, but I remember just being like, eat, eat. And then they were yeah. like, kept breathing. I'm like, why do they keep fucking telling us to breathe? It was yeah. so much breath work. Like, so, and I was really uncomfortable. Like, can we just get into a process or something? Like, yeah. I just felt like you're wasting time. But yeah. by day three or four, now, like, now I'm very like, ah. Yeah, breathing is magic. And then my brother, my daughter, everybody's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, ah. Like, I'm just, like, yeah. I'm not realizing, like, maybe there's somewhere that, you know, I just needed to, like, yeah. Ooh. You know, one of, one of the biggest life hacks yeah. I've ever got, um, you know, from one of my mentors is that when you're making love with your partner is synchronize your breath with theirs mm-hmm. and it becomes so intense. Like it's almost like you become one and it's, it's super cool. Well, you really do. Yeah, because so you become present, you're yeah. grounded. And in Tantra, it's um, it's it's literally it's, it's the you're you're getting your Kundalini energy, right? The Shakti energy from below the root chakra and you're with your breath. You're able to literally, so like, you know, if you put your hand next to mine, but don't touch it just like that. Yeah, you can feel the energy. There's energy. Yeah. So Tantra is doing that with your partner. Yeah. And that's just through breathing. Yeah. Right? And then like the head, you put head, your head head to head, but you're breathing and you're connecting 
right? So we haven't even touched each other. Yeah. But now we're both like, <sighs> and we haven't touched each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, so when the actual physical touch comes, spiritual you know, foreplay. That's what yeah, it is. It's yeah. It was just it was fucking amazing, but it is because yeah. when you're able to come with your partner, and you both bringing up that energy of togetherness, yeah. it is that one of the highest. Um, I don't even know what the word be. It's like the high. It's one of the highest like meditational areas to get into your God consciousness is with an orgasm during lovemaking. That's a, that's uh that's, that's where all the creative process comes from. Yeah, it was creative so energy. cool. I was like, who wants to do Kundalini with me? <laughs> Let's create some stuff. <laughs> I was like, Kundalini sounds fun. <laughs> How me touch myself more? Okay. <laughs> all about it. And then that was interesting, too, because during it, they're also teaching you that during an orgasm, right, is when we set our intentions and our manifestations. Yeah. So during that, when during the release comes, then that now is put out into the universe. universe is the strongest yes. form of emotion yes. of creation, yeah. Because you figure, too, right, when you're masturbating. That's the most intense emotion. Yeah. yeah, but you're also, like, the most relaxed. You're not in your head. Well, maybe it's different for women than it is for men. I don't know. Because women, you know, I mean, I don't know. For men, I don't know. Afterwards, you're like, well, I'm here again. I've told myself I wouldn't do this anymore. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you know, just kidding. But yeah, you know. I think I think, with that, I think there's a distinction between I'm doing it for an addiction, you yeah, know, yeah. as opposed to like I'm gonna do this right now with the consciousness and the right. intent of like I want to manifest something. Yeah, no, you for know? sure. I think anything done out of, out of the wrong context. Oh, intention, always intention. Yeah, always intention. Intention. Yeah. Put that on my YouTube. Um, Intentions, yeah. So the that's why the whole breath work, like, I do that a lot, and I'd be like, oh, wait, damn, like, how did yeah. I exist this whole time without breathing? Because it's like getting a good massage, right? Yeah. It's like I didn't even know I was so tense before. No, literally yeah. all the time. I'm always like, <sighs> yeah. I'm walking around the house, and everyone's like, you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, yes, I'm just <sighs> like being in the moment. Here I am in the hallway, like, oh, my neck was stiff. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Like, or my, I mean, my, have, my hands were in a fist. Why? Yeah. I'm walking to the bathroom. Like, why were my hands in a fist? Like, so I'm just more conscious of what was I feeling at the moment. Yeah. What was going through my mind? What, what did I have anxiety about? Or what was I upset about? Or what was I? Maybe I don't even know what was in my hands. How about I just release it? Yeah. And then I'm like, whoo, back to a state of like. Because less tension, the more you can free flow and operate. Yes. Yeah. Well, definitely, yeah. And that was just seven days of it, and it, it was it was. That's pretty intense. Yeah. No, it was really intense. I mean, it was intense. Like. You know, our, our trainings are intense, but yeah, yeah, it, you're, it's like you're combining like sex, sexual trauma with it. So, you know, it was really, yeah. it was really beautiful to watch as well. Yeah, you know, it's so beautiful to watch the, the transformation and healing of what people go through. Yeah, and I was just like, oh man, like it's beautiful. I just love it. Like I loved every moment of it, and like every story was beautiful. And you know, coming in, you know, just walking into a room, you know, I, I. It's like, oh my god, I'm judging. Yeah. I'm judging that girl and that guy and that person. And you know, day two or three in, I'm like, oh my god, you're my We're family. Guy. We're fr family. family. Day seven, everyone's crying. I, I didn't cry, but everyone was crying. We need an eighth day. We need <laughs> an eighth <laughs> day. This is too short. No, really. And I was just like, this is crazy. I'm like, how do we all spend seven days together? Yeah. In a container of like, you know, up to like sixteen hour days. Yeah. You know, and I was just like, wow, like it was it was it was powerful. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. So yeah, I think I definitely came away with stop judging people. I, I you know, I'm yeah. Just like, God, you think, you think you go in, you know, especially as trainers, like, oh, I got this. 
I, I mean, it happens. Yeah. It happens. No, yeah. literally, it's some, some, some of the processes, I was like, oh, you completely did that wrong. <laughs> like, they were like, I'm like, you did that wrong. Like, you didn't even, like, close it correctly. You know, yeah. like, that person's still in the same spot. No Sherry? No Sherry? Like, I was like, so kidding. upset. Like, I was like, totally like, oh, as a trainer, who trained you for this? Like, yeah. Like, you should have been, a, you know, at the ending, there should have been a, a closing of the trauma. They did not just, yeah. they do this process with the trauma, and then, like, be done and be like, okay, break. And I was just like. Just leaving people in that state? I was like literally I was like control freak like whoa like there was no music there was nothing to like there was yeah. no nothing there was just like okay go to lunch and I was just like and everyone at lunch was like they're <laughs> <laughs> still crying no, and like, I was like my heart was just is like, this normal <laughs> literally I don't feel safe I, I was just thinking I, I don't think those was very smart of them <laughs> yeah but yeah that was so interesting but yeah yeah and just going into it too because it's it's always deeper. Yeah. I can always go deeper. There's always more. And then I'm going in knowing like, shit, motherfucker, like I know I got to go all in. So, yeah. you know, because I would call myself on something. Yeah. And um, I'm like, I'm going to do all the processes, no problem. There was one I didn't do. I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that process. And the whole time I was like kicking myself because I was like, I used to be like in there. This is what you're supposed to be doing. And, you know, you ragged out of it. But, you know, it was just I had a boundary. And hey, but you know what? Maybe it was perfect, though. Maybe because of that, you had different realizations that led to something different. So right. I honestly believe that everything in life that happens is perfect. Right. And, you know, there's been many times in my life that there are things that I love that turn out to be bad for me. There's things that I hated that turn out to be good for me. So and at the end of the day, the universe, God, Allah, whatever you want to say, right. has already pre-planned everything for us. And he's the best of planners. And who are we to judge whether it's good or bad? Because we can't see the whole picture oh. yet. Ooh, you know? So true. Yeah. And I think that's like another good space I feel like I've been in lately. It's just like, <sighs> just allowing life. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not working like 12 hour days anymore. I'm not pushing. I'm not like forcing. Like, I can do this, I can do that. I'm literally in this like, oh, how many miracles hours today? And I'm going to allow the manifestation yeah. to come through when it comes through. Like, and I'm going to let go and I'm actually going to enjoy my acai bowl. There's a great book I think you're, you would enjoy. Um, it's kind of heavy, but not super heavy, but it's called power versus force, which is exactly what you just described. And it's like, are we operating from force? Like I have to force this yes. to work or power, which is inspiration. We're called to do it. Right. It's kind of like everybody hates studying, but they love learning. That's probably the best example right. power versus force. And so if you just li listen to your life and just guide it, like, man, if I have to force myself to do this, maybe I'm, I'm not supposed to do it mm -hmm. and take that energy and put it to something you're inspired to do. Oh. I would love that book. Yeah, so it's a good book. Yeah. I really feel like that's where I'm at. Yeah, you know, for I'm sure. Like, let it go. Let it go. Let yeah. It go. Let it go. I'm going to go dance. <laughs> I'm going to go look in the mirror and dance. Like, you know, I'm going to eat some fruit. You know, yeah. like, I'm like, I'm just going to enjoy my moments. So, yeah. Yeah, just letting go. Just feel like, whew. That's really secret to life. It's not adding more. I think it's letting go. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So let's give a shout out to our sponsors. We want to give a shout out to Tameless Me Eyelashes. Men and women, we know that women love to do their makeup, they love to dress up, they maybe even have threesome. <laughs> How about you hit up right now the website, Tameless Me, it'll also be down below in, a, in the description. There we go, Tameless Me. And look at these beautiful eyelashes. So they all have like sexy names too, like sassy, bratty, chaotic, rebellious, diva, Barbie doll. Oh, you want multiple girls? Every lash will give her a multiple personality. So make sure men 
And ladies, you guys go hit up Tameless Me. You're gonna love these eyelashes. I'm wearing them now. Yes. And I think the name is called Goddess. Mm. Goddess, Goddess, Goddess. Thank you so much. Our next sponsors we want to give a shout out to is Belle Route. Route. Belle, Belle, Belle Route. I think that's how she pronounced it. Uh, so Kitty has a new champagne line out. Him and his beautiful wife, Asia, have this beautiful love story about the name Beautiful Road. Okay. Belle Route. And um, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful story. She was sharing it with us. But thank you so much, you guys. Make sure you head over to their Instagram. We're going to have a good plug in the Instagram. Also, go to their website, so some show some support. And next time you're out at your favorite restaurant, request them. He personally had everything designed and the name. The label's really nice. Yeah. It's really nice. It's just like, it, the intention and the consciousness of it is, it's a beautiful story, you guys. So I, th- I feel like already that infused the company, just the branding. Right. With such a deeper meaning. Which it's not like, just another champagne. Yeah, it's, it's not just like sharp pineapple. It's a representation of their yes. relationship. That's so cool. Think, it's and beautiful. It's so, and it's so beautiful. They are really beautiful. They're very um, conscious couple. Okay, so also, we have two more spots left for sponsorship. So if you have a company, a business, a branding, a service that you would want exposure to, you will be a full, you have a, one minute commercial here on my YouTube. You also are shouted out on my social media, Instagram and Twitter. And last but not least, general the free T-shirt giveaway. Who's the lucky winner? Okay, so let's pick two names. Not between. Give me the first one. Amy Dean. Amy Dean. Amy Dean, you have won a free t-shirt autographed by me. Congratulations, Amy. And the second, who's the second one you're going to name? Yeah. Did he send the other $5? He did it. Is he still on? Brad, okay, Amy and Brad, you both won an autographed t-shirt by moi. Congratulations, Brad. Yes, thank you guys so much. Thank you, actually. Oh, okay. So if they have Instagram, tell me. Uh, if you have Instagram, feel free to DM me and just write attention. Um, here, um, here me assistant, Dion assistant. Uh, I'm a winner in her YouTuber uh, t-shirt giveaway. And uh, we'll make sure you, we get your address to mail that out. Uh, also, is there a way to message us on YouTube? Yeah, no, that's why I, I was thinking. I was like, there's no way. Okay, so make sure you go to my Instagram. Instagram's down below. We'll have a link there too that says, hey, for t-shirt winners, click here. And you have to be following. Yes. Yeah, you have to be Remember, following. you have to be subscribed. And subscribe too. <laughs> yeah. Subscribe. And make sure you screenshot it. Yeah. Yes. Amy said, yay, thank you. And Brad Weather said, congratulations, Amy. Awesome. What, what, are, what are some names on there so we can say hello for them? Uh, let's see. You, oh, you have uh, Tweety Bird as usual. Tweety, oh my God, Tweety Bird. I got your gifts. Thank you for all the beautiful, beautiful crystals. Um, they're still in the boxes, but I just finally got to the office, and that's where I had it sent to. So we just checked those. Thank you so much. He literally, like, like crystals, like oh, wow. big boxes of crystals and little crystals. All different types? Yeah, probably oh, like that's over cool. 70. Oh, wow. It's intense. Wow. Like, I haven't even opened them all. I think I opened, like, 20 little ones, and then they have these three or four big boxes. This whole office is going to be vibing. Yeah, so thank yeah. you, Tweety, so much. I appreciate you showing me love. One last one. He's, he's always on here. Brock. Ross. Yeah, 
thank you so much for tuning in. Actually, everybody, I love you so much, and your support means everything to me. We are trying to get my YouTube to 1 million followers, so make sure you guys subscribe. Support me to get there. Give this video a thumbs up. And if you know anyone in a toxic relationship, why don't you share this and send it over to them? We love you. Until next Wednesday. Peace, love, and lots of sex.